Amen. I forgot to put this on. Um, so communion, what a, an exciting uh, thing. My, my first communion as your pastor. Uh, you know, I usually just sit over there and all of this just happens. So I, it was kind of interesting to, to, to start to learn how all of this takes place. And so that was, uh, that was good. And I, I, I was trying to project confidence and excitement to my wife. And uh, I said, Hunt, my first communion is the pastor. And, uh, and, and you know, you're, she's supposed to mirror that confidence. And uh, <laughs> that excitement, and it didn't work. Uh, she was like, what details are you going to forget tonight? Um, but uh, at least we're excited. There, there may be some details forgotten, but we're going to have a good time uh, thinking about what the Lord did for us. Uh, I, I remember years ago, uh, probably the reason why the little, again, I'll probably forget that, the little ones will be dismissed afterwards. But part of, you know, part of that is it's so tempting to have that tray go by with crackers and you're little and you don't know why you can't have one. And I still remember Claire's little hand going up and <laughs> she has a handful uh, of crackers. Uh, it's like life is good. And when you deflate a little person that has a handful of crackers, like, no, no, none of these are for you. Zero. None. Put them all back. Oh, uh, it, was, it was not good. It was not good. <laughs> uh, but let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians 11. Uh, we'll read verses 23 through 34. 1 Corinthians 11, uh, 23 through 34, I want to give you uh, uh, seven characteristics of communion. Seven characteristics of communion. I think with, if each point is 15 minutes or so, it shouldn't, shouldn't take too long. Um, seven characteristics of communion. Uh, this uh, examination, boy, that doesn't surprise anybody, does it? So that's tonight. There should be some examination going on in here tonight. Uh, each one of us doing some examination. Participation. Uh, boy, if you're... Uh, so we believe in uh, close communion, uh, which means if you're a, uh, you're a member of this church, uh, or if you're visiting, if you're a member of a church of life like faith and practice and you're in good standing, we invite you to uh, enjoy the Lord's Supper with us. Uh, but there is participation. Uh, we're, we're all... A church, Fairhaven Church family, we're... we're we're taking part together in this. We'll, we'll look at that. There's proclamation. There's proclamation. You do show the Lord's death till he come. You do show. We show what he did for us. Um, there's continuation. As oft as ye do. There's anticipation. You do show the Lord's death till he come. We're looking forward to him coming back. There's recollection. Uh, we look back at what God did for us. You know, sometimes... Uh, we, we remember the best parts of stories, don't we? Uh, if we're telling a story, the, the part of the story where, where maybe I didn't look the best, we, we suppress those memories, don't we? So I forgot that part of the story. <laughs> I remembered the part where you looked nut, like a nut or whatever. Um, but when Jesus came, boy, it would be nice to, oh, resurrection. Oh, oh he died, uh, but then he rose. He, yes, it's wonderful. 
But there's a special time. God wants us to think about those things that we might choose to suppress. Some things that are uncomfortable. He died. And God wants us remembering that he died and why he died. That's part of examining. And there's adoration. There's adoration. I love him because of what he did for me. Uh, there in, so in 1 Corinthians, we'll, we'll look at each of these things. Uh, and, and you can see if you can pick them out. I kind of give you a hint anyway. Uh, listen as we go through this. Seven characteristics of the Lord's Supper. Seven characteristics of communion. So there in verse 23. For I have received of the Lord. And so Paul is letting us know that, um, yes, Jesus instituted things when he was here, there in the Gospels. But what he's sharing with us isn't what was necessarily passed along from that time. But he's letting us know what God told him about the Lord's Supper. I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks... He break it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same manner, after the same manner also, he took the cup. And when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Aren't you glad he's alive and he's coming back? Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, uh, it's not a, a light thing. Drinking it unworthily, he should be guilty of the uh, body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that drinketh, or eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when ye come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that he come not together into condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when I come. Uh, boy, the, the Lord left only two ordinances for his churches. Uh, baptism and communion. In baptism... We commemorate. So we have some people to be baptized tonight. We'll see both ordinances uh, enacted in front of us tonight. Uh, in baptism, we commemorate our death with him. We identify with what he did for us. We commemorate our death with him. And in the Lord's Supper, we demonstrate his death for us. The Lord's Supper is a memorial meal initiated by the Lord Jesus Christ on the eve of his passion, symbolizing his death and blood atonement for sin. Well, we see it in all four Gospels, uh, uh, Matthew 26, Mark 14, Luke 22, and, and John 13. So let's pray, and we'll look at seven characteristics of communion. Lord, we, we, do, we love you, Lord, and I pray that you meet with us tonight. Lord, this is a special time 
where a church family comes together. And we think of what you did for us. Memories that we might otherwise suppress. But Lord, you want us to think about what you went through for us. Not suppressing those things, but thinking about them. And in the light of this uncomfortable memory, examining ourselves. And just like you gave thanks, Lord, we too can give thanks because of what you went through for us. Lord, I just pray that you meet with us and be with us as we look at these things. Uh, Give me liberty as I speak. Lord, help us as we examine ourselves. Show us what we need to see. And may we be right and pleasing to you as we partake in the elements. I ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. All right, so the first thing is examination. Examination. Uh, We mentioned these verses this morning, but there, uh, part of examination, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 5, examine yourself whether ye be in the faith. Are you saved? Again, do you know that 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 he is your Lord and Savior? It's important to examine yourself. Do you really belong to him? Boy, uh, I, I, sometimes these folks that, uh, boy, I, I enjoyed working on the buses and I enjoyed being busy, but, but you know, it, it was all so empty. I got out of there because, I don't know, and again, we heard this week, maybe they went out from us because they weren't ever a part of us. Sometimes, sure, things are, why do I even do all these things? Well, because you're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. But if you're not his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, but why do I even do? Again, you ask that question if you don't belong to him. Maybe some in here is just, ah, busy, 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 busy. Maybe you don't belong to him. Are you saved? Boy, that verse, right? Ephesians 2, 8, 9, and 10. Boy, that, that we are his workmanship. The Greek word is, is, is poema. We are his poetry. We, he's, he's designed something beautiful into our lives. And, and, and like the, the caterpillar that goes into the chrysalis and somehow becomes some weird soup. <laughs> it's amazing. Some weird soup inside the chrysalis. And then after a while it emerges as a butterfly. It doesn't have to fly around and bring glory to my creator. No, it's just natural. Is it natural for you to, boy, I love being a part of this church and glorifying my God. He's done a beautiful work in my life. Or is it just, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you saved? Are you saved? You're not going to get to heaven. It doesn't work that way, Lord. I was busy for you. You don't earn enough brownie points to get to heaven. You serve because you belong to him, not in order to belong to him. But then are you sanctified? Are you right with God? 1 Corinthians 11, 27 and 28, uh, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink of this cup unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord, but let a man examine himself. Um, And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. There's time tonight to prepare the heart. The communion service is a a commemoration. And it uh, it was laid out on most solemn night of Jesus' life. 
Think about the seriousness of that night there in the upper room as he prepares himself to die for us. Tonight we prepare ourselves to live for him. There in the upper room, the shadow of the cross lay across that body of men. That night the true Passover lamb readied himself to be offered. The first Passover pictured a redemption from the bondage of Egypt, but this Passover lamb would be killed for an even even greater redemption for all mankind. Boy, the idea of taking the Lord's Supper unworthily, just some of those those words, unworthily, uh, anoxios, the idea of irreverently. This is not a light and flippant thing. This is a very solemn time as we come together. Shall be guilty, the Bible says, taking it unworthily, shall be guilty, deserving of consequences. It's the same word used by the Sanhedrin when that body condemned the Lord Jesus to death there in Matthew 26, 65 and following. Damnation, the, the, the Bible uses here. Judgment. And then some are, are weak and sickly and then some sleep. Some die. Koimaomai. Uh, death. Uh, it's my understanding that this is where we derive our word cemetery. Koimaterion. Cemetery. Sleep. Koimaomai. Death. This is a very solemn night. As we think of what God did for us. There is an examination. But second, there is a participation we eat. We participate. We make sure we're in that proper frame of mind, that proper frame of heart, having examined ourselves. The Bible doesn't say, if ye eat. The Bible says, as often as ye eat. Church, we need to be a part of this. And I, I know there are some that might say, ah, you know what? I don't feel like I'm clean enough. There's some stuff I have to work through. I'm sitting this one out. Maybe there's a false humility there, but there's certainly disobedience. There's disobedience. What do you mean? If, 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 the, if there's sin... The Bible tells us there's sin, isn't it? We're sinners. We sin. There in 1 John 1, 8, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. We're sinners. But the next verse tells us there's something that can be done about it. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. None of this. Ah, I'll sit this one out. No, 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 no. Whatever, you, whatever reason you think, I need to sit this one out, you know there's something right there. Confess it. Tonight. Jesus died so you can get that right. Don't put it off. Participation. 
Thirdly, proclamation. With the Lord's Supper, we do show the Lord's death. We do show the Lord's death. We show it to our children. We show it to uh, visitors that are here tonight and say, what's going on? We show the Lord's death. We go through the breaking of the body, the spilling of the blood. We do show the Lord's death. How are folks going to be excited about our Redeemer if we are not excited about being redeemed? And what did it cost? For us to be redeemed. That's what we remember tonight. Jesus' death for sinners is wonderful. And with the Lord's Supper, we proclaim its value. Examination and participation and proclamation. Fourthly, continuation. As often as ye eat. (laughs) The Bible doesn't say as seldom as ye eat. As often as ye eat. The Bible doesn't say how many times we should have it in a given year. But it should be an ongoing thing. Where we come back and we remember what Christ did for us. An ongoing event. Anticipation is the fifth thing. Till he come. Till he come. Jesus is going to come for his church. And then after the tribulation, he will come again with his church. Jesus is coming again. I'm going to break into coming again, coming. Maybe morning, maybe night, maybe evening. Maybe. I messed that up. He's coming. He's coming. Are you excited? Coming again. Till he come. You do show the Lord's death. Till he come. Yes, part of this night is retrospective. This morning we talked about not looking back, right? <laughs> this, is, this is a good time we're allowed to look back in, in this case. Part of it is retrospective and part of it is prospective. Looking back at what he did and looking forward to the day that he'll come back for us. Our Lord is not in the tomb Many of us have gotten to go over to Israel. And uh, which, which one is it? Well, either both, both of them are empty. <laughs> Jesus isn't in that tomb. He's on a throne. Amen. He's very much alive. And again, it blows me away. John 14 says he's preparing a place for me. For me. Little, inconsequential me. He's preparing a place for me. Romans 8 uh, uh, talks about the, the Spirit making intercession. But then later on in, in Romans 8.34, it says that the Lord Jesus Christ making intercession for us. Busying himself with the affairs of my life. Praying for me. I have a hard time with my little prayer list. He's got an immense prayer list. And then he's orchestrating every atom in the cosmos, holding it together, like Brother Spooner pointed out a few weeks back. Holding every atom together in all the cosmos and still being concerned with the affairs of my life. I can misplace my glasses. (laughs) Lord, (laughs) I can ask him to help me with those little things. 
All the little things. He loves me. Anticipation. He's coming back. And I want to live this life in light of what he did for me till he come. Sixth, recollection. We remember what he did. We reflect on that. Our hearts are stirred by him and for him. He suffered and died for us. Can you see him there with the bread? And he breaks it. There's a picture of what he's about to go through. And he thanks God. He thanks God. As he breaks that bread, as a picture of what he's about to go through, he thanks God. Soon, his body would be battered and bruised and broken. He would be punched, slapped, crowned with thorns, scourged to the bone. His beard would be torn from his face. He would be hammered to a cross with every bone of his body being wrenched from its place. Can you see him that night breaking that bread? A picture of what he was going to go through. And he, give, and he gives thanks. Can you and I give thanks tonight for what he went through for us? And then the wine, the fruit of the grape, meant to symbolize the blood that would be spilt for us. He says, this do in remembrance of me. Remember Joseph when he was in the jail and he interpreted the dream? And the one fellow was going to go to freedom and he says, uh, uh, would you remember me? Would you remember me? And we kind of talk about the guy that forgot to remember, right? The guy that went back to the palace and he forgot to remember. Tonight Jesus says, would you remember me? And a lot of believers are forgetting to remember. This do. It's in the front of our table. This do in remembrance of me. Don't forget to remember. Ah, Last thing. Adoration. We worship him. The idea means to, to kiss, to word. It bespeaks an attitude of love, of obedience, of allegiance, of adoration. Uh, again, Mr. Ramos was talking about those people at the beginning of the triumphal entry. The week where, Hosanna, Hosanna, but so quickly. Oh, you're important to us. And by the end of the week, it was crucify him. How quickly are we emotionally stirred? Right now we're thinking, yes, he matters. But how long will that last? We'll have the Lord's Supper, we'll walk out the back door and Maybe by the time you get to the bottom of the stairs, our mind has already moved on to other things. 
Seven characteristics of communion. Examination. That's an important part of tonight. Participation. You, you need to be a part of this, church family. Proclamation. You show the Lord's death. Continuation. As oft as ye eat anticipation. Until he come. He's coming again. Recollection. All the things he did for me. Picture breaking that bread and giving thanks. And then adoration. Oh Lord, I love you. I love you. Let's close our...